0: This is news Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top local story on WBBM, the Congress Theater in Logan Square is getting new life with the help of $27 million in tax money from the city. WBBM's Bernie Tafoya with the story. The Congress Theater in the 2100 block of North Milwaukee was built in 1926. It was closed 10 years ago because of building code violations. Now, the city will help with an $88 million plan to renovate the theater, as well as to provide storefront and commercial space and affordable apartments on the second and third floors. The first floor space will be made available to nonprofits and community groups at below market rates. The project is expected to result in 125 permanent jobs. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio, 1059 WBBM. The Chicago City Council has voted against a proposed $2 million settlement of a lawsuit. The suit stemmed from the shooting death of 21 year old Darius Cole Garrett. 34th Ward Alderman Bill Conway urged his colleagues to vote no, citing a gun recovered at the scene and the subsequent medical examiner report. In that report, of the nine bullets that struck the plaintiff, eight of them. Struck the plaintiff in the front, indicating that the plaintiff was facing the officers in question here. Police say Garrett, uh, K- Cole Garrett, was shot after he pulled a gun from his waistband and pointed it at officers. The suit alleged police used excessive force and were insufficiently trained. Chicago's former police review agency ruled the shooting was justified. Chicago police arrested a man last night in Logan Square after he allegedly shot at an ambulance. It happened near Hamlin and Wrightwood at around 9.30. Chicago police say a 34-year-old man got out of his car to yell at a Chicago Fire Department ambulance to move out of his way on the one-way street, then pulled out a gun and fired. Police say the back doors of the ambulance were hit several times, but no people were. The driver took off and police found him a couple of blocks away. He was arrested and officers found a handgun in his car. Nancy Hardy, News Radio, 1059, WBBM. The U.S. Postal Inspection Service is offering a reward of up to $50,000 for information leading to the arrest and conviction of four people involved in the armed robbery of a letter carrier on Tuesday. The robbery was reported along the 8700 block of West Richard in River Grove. Police say the robbers fled in a silver Hyundai. Authorities say the robbers are considered armed and dangerous. Dangerous and no one should attempt to apprehend them on their own. As more former Northwestern University student-athletes come forward with accusations about hazing, a well-known journalist has some observations about the scandal. What are they going to do to purge a great university of this toxic culture. During a live interview on WBBM, veteran sports journalist Lester Munson said the school's board of trustees needs to take action. They must look very closely at the current president, Michael Schill. I think they must see, make sure that the athletic director, Derek Gregg, is fired. I think they have some very big issues to consider. Do they want to cancel the football season? Keith Johnson, 105.9 WBBM. The family of an Oak Forest woman who died of opioid abuse has won a $6 million jury verdict against her doctor. The jury found in favor of the family of Abilda Ramirez eight years after the mother of two died. The family's attorney, Patrick Bradley, with the Clifford Law Offices, said she was prescribed opioids by Dr. Holly Carabene over a period of four years. She was 41 when she died. The verdict was also against Dr. Carabene's company, Comprehensive Pain Care. Bradley said the jury realized her death was was avoidable. He said the defendant allowed this mom to become addicted and she died after abusing prescribed opioids. Mike Krauser, 105.9 WBBM. Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle says second installment property tax bills for the 2022 tax year are expected to be ready on November 1st and due December 1st. Technical issues have delayed the bills for the past couple of years. Before that, second installment bills had usually been mailed in July and due by August 1st. People return to the office after working remotely. Some are having a hard time adjusting to their fellow employees. Rick Cobb of the workplace consulting firm 2DISCERN in Chicago tells the noon Business Hour that all workers need to kick the rust off whenever they return to the office. That applies to vacations and the three years of working from home. For anyone going back from a vacation to work, there's this transition period that we struggle with. Imagine people who are doing it for the first time in three years or the first time ever. and some workers who are returning to the office are now rubbing shoulders with recently minted college graduates who are working in an office for the first time That could result in conflicts over dress code and professional conduct. Cobb's advice: be sure to read the room. So you have five generations in in some organizations. And so the expectations that you have don't necessarily translate to the expectations anybody else has. Rob Hart, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The FBI is investigating the armed robbery of a BMO Harris Bank branch in Naperville yesterday morning. Reports indicate a man walked into the bank on West Deal Road, displayed a gun and demanded money. He then left the area in a vehicle. No one was hurt. Neighbors are stepping up to help a northwest side Chicago ice cream truck operator who was robbed Tuesday night. 82-year-old Wilfredo Centrone and his son Jay were in the truck when three people robbed them at gunpoint. Jay tells CBS2... My father's drove in this truck for 49 years with these doors open, and today... He has to have his doors closed. He says the robbers took about $300 in cash. No one was hurt. Police are looking for the robbers. This weekend's Beyonce concerts at Soldier Field are expected to provide another economic boost to the city. Choose Chicago spokesman Isaac Reichman says the shows draw fans from other states. There's also that extra impact. Maybe you're coming into the concert from, uh, you know, from wherever and it's your first time in Chicago and you're here just for the concert and you leave after, but you realize that this is an amazing city and we're going to have beautiful weather this weekend and you plan your trip to come back. So there's all those sort of impacts as well. You know, once we get people to Chicago, we know they're going to be coming back. In addition, he says there are around 120,000 jobs in Chicago that are directly supported by tourism, including restaurants, hotels and other businesses. An Ohio-based asset management company is urging McDonald's to do away with some of its diverse city policies. Crane's Chicago Business Reports Strive Asset Management sent a letter to McDonald's saying it represents McDonald's shareholders who are concerned some of the food giant's policies are now illegal following a Supreme Court ruling. McDonald's did not immediately respond to a request for comment. All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.